0: and welcome to this week's three legs four wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul with is... Sean, Chris, and Lee. Welcome to the isolation room. 50% of the pods got covid now, so that's that's actually down 25% from last week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, the one the one bit of TT memorabilia that nobody wanted. But everybody
1: I... appears to have picked it up. Is a thing. I tell know, you the, what. The... The TT variant, it is. Real. Oh
2: no, no, let's not have that. <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced. If somebody says TT variant to me in front of me, I'm just going to beat them to death. <laughs> like COVID, COVID's the last thing they have to worry about if they say that around me because it's <laughs> fucking stupid.
1: I was joking, to be fair. <laughs> no, no,
2: I, I know, I know what you were doing, Sean. <laughs>
1: poking, poking the hornet's nest. <laughs> It's
2: your
3: Manx Radio colleagues, I feel, are in danger of their lives, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should stop listening to Manx Radio.
2: (laughs) stop?
0: Um, Well, Three Legs Towers actually filled in for Manx Radio Studio one day last week.
1: Yeah, I did my show from home on a day. Can't remember which one. Thursday? I think it was Thursday.
3: This morning, were you in some kind of isolation studio by yourself? Yes.
1: So, because... Half the station has COVID. We've got one studio, which is the official COVID studio, and only the people with COVID are allowed in there, and no one without COVID is allowed in it. It's
0: there's a giant X painted in chalk on the door, and they call it the plague. You are pits.
1: not exaggerating massively. It is a little bit concentration campy.
3: <laughs> Fewer Nazis,
0: I would hope. <laughs> <laughs> we're back to Hungary again, aren't we? <laughs> oh no, 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 we're not. <laughs> Um so how did we all enjoy TT we might, we'll get that out of the way we have we have got some TT videos and photos we've just not had a chance to put them all together yet mainly because of covid and we yes. didn't get we didn't get to do that gig together
3: no i tested positive the day before that gig was supposed to happen which you said was a super spreader event anyway so because half the band and half the crowd
0: ended up with it yes there you
3: go and i wasn't there so i can't be blamed <laughs> <laughs>
0: But other than other, other than getting ill, how did it go for everyone? I got ill
1: twice. Well, actually, in fairness, I've not been particularly ill with COVID, but I had a horror cold during practice week, which was like horrific.
0: The one that the one that I inadvertently gave. Yes,
1: you. it was very unpleasant. So yeah, I managed to think about five days of of reasonable non-contaminatory.
0: Well, we've got the uh, we've got the video of lots of traffic jams while we're trying to do the TT course. Yes. Which when it when it's safe for um, for me and Chris to actually be in the same room at the same time, we will do the voiceover for. It. Otherwise, it's mainly going to be slagging off bad drivers and the scorpions.
1: <laughs> no, it, that sounds off good. The Put that Put that version happens. out.
0: No, we can't. There is There might be slanderous things. <laughs> I suppose we better we'd better talk F1 because it's been uh, it's been a few weeks, hasn't it? Um Azerbaijan. Yeah, it's right. Been some time. Yeah, Azerbaijan, yep, that happened. <laughs> done, over it. Over, Next. Over and finished. Right, Canada, eh? That also done. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's more fresh in the mind, so I get I guess we um we have to uh we have to discuss that. Um Obviously, at the height of the Canadian summer, so they had about six inches of rain in an hour, which mm-hmm. made a change from six inches of snow in an hour, I guess.
3: Yeah, the weather was a bit changeable. It gave us a good race on Sunday, though, with the wet qualifying. I thought. Yeah, nice, um, nice
1: mixed up grid.
3: Yeah, yeah, it worked quite well. Um, maybe Bernie sprinkler idea for qualifying wasn't terrible. No, I was thinking, I was <laughs> thinking about Bernie sprinkler idea. Made the track green, as they call it, for
2: Sunday and uh, made things very interesting. But yeah, probably, uh, it is probably what we need to do, isn't it? Like the, I mean, maybe not sprinklers. <laughs> no, no, maybe, maybe not sprinklers, but um, the FIA or um, F1 think tank need to measure the grip levels that car, that Formula One cars have in the wet and then go, all right, how do we make this in the dry? Oh okay, I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Cuz that seems yeah. to be like when it rains that seems mm. to be the sweet spot cuz it's the car. The, the drivers have to work more. The cars seem to be the the lack of grip's kind of equals everything out a little bit. I mean, that 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 might be the best qualifying session I've ever seen.
1: Or we'll just put some marbles on the was... track beforehand.
3: Yeah. Probably stiffer tires would do it, wouldn't it? Um, you know, like more plasticky Mm. Harder tires um, that generate a lot more slip rather than grip.
0: Yeah, I mean the the reason the reason that the track was so green by the time the uh, by the time of the race was there was less support races this weekend as well because normally by the Grand Prix we've had F two, F three, and the Porsche Super Cup with the inevitable mm. delays to fix the tech pro.
1: To be fair, they did have that this week just with Ferraris rather than Porsches.
0: They don't crash as yeah, the... much. Well, ex- except for the one that delayed FP3 and um, and qualifying because somebody somebody went into the Wall of Champions because they've got ideas above the station. I I that. Didn't I imagine
3: driving a Ferrari and being like, I know what I'm to do. Passing <laughs> <laughs> to this wall that was named after three incidents 24 years ago. Twenty twenty
0: three. It was 99. 23, was I thought it, it was 99. 98, but it was, it was 99. Hmm. And uh, we didn't we didn't see anything from the champion of walls this week.
1: It's because they've put no. Tech Pro in front of it now.
2: <laughs> o- almost didn't have a safety car.
0: Almost. <laughs> I'm kind, almost. I'm kind of kind of glad we did because it made for a great sprint race.
2: Uh, it it did, but and I know at the time I uh, I was quite happy with it when I when I messaged you guys saying that uh, Yuki Tsunoda kind of saved the end of the race. But yeah, I disagree. But... Yeah, I think it now now looking back at it, I think it would have been a more entertaining end to watch Verstappen catch and try and pass sites.
3: Yeah, I that's what I was looking forward to. Mm. Um and I think Verstappen said the same as well, didn't he? He much rather would have been doing the attacking than than the defending. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, that was what I mean, we got quite a few interesting battles a bit further back, didn't we? Um unfortunately, didn't work out for front row starter. Fernando towards the end of the race um but the Mercedes appeared to find its better pace, should we say um you know they they were clearly in third place uh ahead of everyone else, but not quite on the pace of the leaders and uh yeah, it was just it, it was just a pretty decent, as we say, that probably would have been the place to do a sprint race, wouldn't it, in hindsight, and then mm. hindsight is a wonderful thing
0: yeah i just, I just wonder if they'll go for that next year because um now that the shuns can get a they can get a fun shorter race in there,
1: yeah particularly if they're not doing support um series, it makes sense to have a bit more
0: yeah and again it does um it does rubber up the track, so um mm-hmm. you know you do get you do get more grip for the actual main event
3: yeah so i would I, as i say i would do Sprint races everywhere or sprint races nowhere but um I think Canada certainly is a, is would have been an advert or actually was an advert for a sprint race.
0: Yeah. And I think it's a, it's a track that lends itself to it as well because um it's both quick and technical. And there are occasionally places where you can pass. There's a few places you can
3: pass. We see, we do see passing um two places mainly, but yeah, I mean they are... Yeah, it's a circuit you can overtake on.
0: Oh, or oh, three if you George Russell. That um, that send up the inside of the hairpin was uh, both unexpected and uh, bloody good.
2: Yeah, it was pretty good, wasn't it? Both of them, yeah. I ah. think that that's my that's my only takeaway from from the weekend was I I would have liked to have seen what would have happened if Russell hadn't have tried the the softs,
1: or if he'd in made qualifying. Them
2: work. But every every well oh yeah, or if he could have made them work. But every every lap. In qualifying, when um, Lewis went out consistently, Russell had a couple of tenths on him, which would have probably put him what P three instead of mm. Carlos Science. Um, yeah, it would, that would have been interesting to watch.
0: Yeah, other interesting thing that came out of it was the um, the second floor stay to um, stop the Mercedes porpoise. Now it was it was a technical directive that was done. Mercedes put the second stay on. And then a lot of other teams said that, um, pointed out that it was protestable because although it was a technical directive, it hadn't actually been written up in the technical regulations. So even though the FIA had said they could do it, the FIA hadn't said they could do it. Yeah, Boring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, You know, it, it's this obsession with...
1: So what we're saying here is the FIA rules are so complicated that the FIA does not understand them. Yes,
2: I do. I do remember them though. A couple of years ago, implementing a new thing which could which could allow them to do rapid changes to rules. I, I remember that being a thing, so they could because the whole idea was was so they could try and close loopholes that that cars found really quickly. They they brought it in because of these new rules this year. Um, so I'm I'm not convinced that that isn't just fucking teams posturing
0: um no, F one surely not i'm just looking at um the way that the fia only issued a technical directive rather than finally changed the rules prompted talk and protest, if mercedes went ahead and ran the second stay it, it's 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 one of those they haven't crossed all the t's and dotted all the lowercase j's mm. <laughs> don't want to know what they've done with the eyes <laughs> Yeah um I mean I mean the way the way that the FIA are implementing things at the moment or F1 are implementing things at the moment I, half of me was expecting um a message to come up on screen saying Q1 will start behind the safety car yeah. <laughs> Well I spotted what
3: what um was it Martin Brundle or Ted Kravitz spotted that uh, the 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 safety car had gone out I spotted it on one of the long shots um I saw the safety car going out about 10 minutes before the start of Q1. I went, ah, no way. They sent the safety car out. That means they're going to delay the start by like 15 minutes. And I think I had a tweet written out and I thought, Nah, not going to send it. (laughs) And I'm glad I didn't because (laughs) they they didn't obviously delay.
0: Well, I think if they didn't
3: start Q1, but I was convinced that's what they were going to do because I spoke with that. I spotted a long shot from, like, I think it was from, like, turn two or something, looking back down towards the grid. And just in the corner, I spotted the corner of the, like, the top corner of the safety car coming out of the pit lane, and I went, oh, here we go. So.
0: Well, if they had delayed it, then the rain would have actually only got worse.
3: Well, no, it dried up, didn't it, as qualifying went on, so.
0: um, Yeah, but the, uh, then it started again after the session, didn't it? Oh, we did it? I have no idea. That's mm. after the session; it doesn't count. Yeah, but that would have been in that 50, <laughs> that fifteen minute window. Um, shall we go team by team? Yes. Why not? Because I think that's what it needs. So we'll start. Uh, we'll start with Hass. Um, great qualifying. Great qualifying mm-hmm. and unlucky race. Yeah. Um, Mick Mick with a DNF. Um, seem to um seem to conk out on the same corner that uh, Perez went out. Out on which we'll get to uh, later. Which
1: um, it's like his car just shat itself in excitement when Guan Yu Zhou overtook him.
0: Mm. <laughs> um, we had one of our listeners, Vince uh, Vin Sculls, in that corner and was sending photos through uh, through Sunday. So thank you, thank you very much for that. The uh, the Schumacher photo never made it. Um, and K Mag, just like the car, just like the car did. And then K Mag, brilliant qualifying, and then the unluckiest meatball flag ever.
3: I think that was a little bit of. A, bit, a little bit of jockeying you know because i've seen cars in worse positions than, than than that worse conditions than that and they've let it go for you know until first pit stop because they know mm. at the first pit stop you're going to change your front wing mm. um and then you got ocon who is what like two three cars behind Magnussen at the time you're like oh i can see it it's flapping it's definitely gonna fall off like oh fuck off man. I th-
2: I think, I think, let's get that in my head
0: yeah i think yeah it was it's gonna <laughs> hit me in the head yeah. yeah. No, it's
1: not. It's not Esteban. It's fine. And yeah, it was just really unlucky timing as well. That I think he came in the lap before the virtual safety car.
0: Yeah. To yeah.
1: do to get the new front wing. So if he'd waited, you know, a lap later, he'd probably have had a much better day. But... Yeah,
0: because you've got um, you've got three laps from <laughs> um, three laps from when the meatball flag comes out.
3: Meatball flag, by the way, is an apt description for nobody who knows. The black and orange flag is a black flag. With an orange circle in the middle of it, it does look like a meatball.
0: <laughs> yep. So respect the meatball. <coughs> Unfortunately, um, yeah, K-Mag respected it too soon and um, ended up finishing seventeenth. It's a shame, but th- the Haas is—I mean, we say it every week—certainly the most improved car this time. But what what luck does Mick need to have to get points?
2: He wouldn't have got points even if his cards held out.
0: I, th- I think he would have been good for about a ninth or a tenth. No,
2: nah, he had no pace. No pace. And you had you had quicker guys behind him as well at that point coming, coming through.
1: Yeah, Joe, when you look at... he finished be... eighth, I think, didn't he? And he just passed yeah. him. Yeah.
2: Mm.
3: Yeah, I mean, he maybe would have stayed ahead of Stroll in the Aston Martin, but maybe. That's a maybe. Mm-hmm. So a point, possibly. Um, but he didn't have the pace of Alonso, Joe, Bottas... Mm-hmm. Ocon or anybody else.
0: So, uh, so I think he'd have been at the arse end of the points, ninth or ninth. Yeah,
3: that's fair. I think it was
0: on. I think if um, I think if I think K. Mag would have been in a similar position without that, because he was losing he was losing places from the start. Although you can't tell what what happened because it was sort of the run round turns one and two mm-hmm. that um, caused the wing problems, and of course he's going to lose arrow from that. And you know, just because a car's good in qualifying doesn't actually mean it's good in the race. Yeah. Alpine. Uh right, Williams. Albin in thirteenth, Latifi in sixteenth. Albin another unlucky one because he pitted um he pitted before the uh before the virtual sa- second virtual safety car and dropped from eighth to sixteenth. Yeah, he
3: was in the same boat as Vettel, wasn't he? Because Vettel <laughs> did the same thing and he finished pretty much line astern. Yeah. With Sebastian Vettel outside the points. Um, but had a good opportunity, you know, as we say, our end of the points. Is, is, it would have been possible, whether it would have happened, don't know or not. But um, it, it would have been a possibility for him um, with a bit more luck.
0: Yeah. And then, of course, Latifi, who was a pit stop behind after everybody had made a pit stop and he hadn't. And somehow my,
3: the only car he managed to finish ahead of was Kevin Magnusson yeah oh is this is this there's more traction now do you think to the Piastri in uh, mid-season
1: it feels like it's going that way doesn't it It definitely feels like the the piastri thing is hotting up
0: i mean ted ted was saying on the qualifying notebook that um there's an announcement about <coughs> oh dear oh uh, no there's, there's an announcement due for piastri um to williams coming possibly mm-hmm. as early as Silverstone and it'll be for next mm-hmm. season, but some are saying maybe sooner. Um, I, I can't see any need for Williams to hold on to Latifi for a minute longer than possible.
1: Well, they did launch a, a Canada range of merch, didn't they?
0: <laughs> yeah. we got to
3: recoup some of their money yeah. somehow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure both people that bought it But...
2: Yeah, he's he's not the Canada driver they're looking for, is he?
3: <laughs> no, I didn't see any Latifi fans in, in Canada. Not to say there aren't any. I'm sure there are plenty of fans out there. But Everyone's I did got a family. See... <laughs> I did see a few Lance Stroll fans. There is a Lan- in, there in is the a firm. Lance
0: Stroll grandstand.
3: Well, there you go. That's probably why I saw them.
0: <laughs> Let me. Um, hang on. I did... I had a photo we had a photo. I did friends. see a poster
3: that said Lights Out and Away We Stroll and I'm no. like, that's accurate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, that is pretty accurate. Um oh there it is. Right, I'll um I will cop I will copy this image and I'll stick it on our group chat. But there is, there is an actual Land Stroll grandstand.
3: Uh, the joys of technology it's waiting for a picture to arrive.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's not very big.
1: It's not a ride for me. Yeah, where's it gone?
0: It's here. It's oh, just... here it is.
2: Yeah, and that... I take it that
0: that was during the race. <laughs> uh, that that was from about um, about a week and a half ago. Oh, get damn you bloody cat! It's it's my question Stroll. is it's, who? It's Lee Stevens. My my <laughs> my question is who gave Lawrence
3: Stroll a can of paint? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that's that's
2: graffiti, my guy. <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> um. Hang on, we're gonna. Um, I'm just going to to wait Pause. There's a cat about to destroy several hundred pounds worth of whiskey. Pause and unpause. Yeah, sorry about that. That was uh, that was nearly very expensive. Where were we? Apart from Canada, and
1: we were talking about the Lance Stroll Grandstand. Even though I think we we're on Williams.
0: Mm, the Lance... Yeah,
3: Williams had a shit race. Next.
0: Um, <laughs> it's, fair. it's a completely fair assessment Yep, that'll do AlphaTauri um, Gasly in 14th, another bad race He had an mm-hmm. issue
1: with the car, I think, didn't he? They said quite early on something was bothering him
0: Can't And
3: Tsunoda's what. DNF mm. cut, like, One of the biggest rookie mistakes Even though he's technically a rookie You know, you know what I mean First time, Not time a in rookie. Canada
1: First time in Canada First time... Yeah, not but he knows full well that if you
3: steam time, into a... Not the first time <laughs> exiting the pitch. No. <laughs> no. If you steam into a corner with cold tires and you break and try and turn, mm-hmm. that is not going to work. No, it's not ideal. Any sim game will show you that. Like, oh, actually, you know, I, I tried to tried to break really hard with uh, cold tires and nothing happened. Yeah, I wonder why.
2: It's mm. strange, MVP. isn't it? Because he, he kind of looked like he was coming together a little bit, but... He's so up and down. Mm. Then he yeah. goes with Katayama. He'd mm. done.
1: He had done like a really. To say that he started at the back, he'd made quite good progress. He looked like he could be sort of on for a sneaking a point kind of thing, mm. and yeah. yeah, just yeah, forgot, Yeah, he was part of that corners. massive.
3: He's part of that train, wasn't he? The Ricardo Norris, um, mm-hmm. Gasly, I think, was actually in there as well at one point. He was part of that massive train of cars. that was just sort of you know, tailing. The points.
1: at one point it was guan yu Zhou, lance stroll and him because i remember thinking oh well there's a there's a crash waiting to happen
3: <laughs> is he <laughs> guan yu Zhou i don't think has been that crashy he's had a no. couple of accidents he's just he's stroll, had an underwhelming... stroll and
1: Sonoda trying to force their way past him was was, was my bigger yeah. concern
3: yeah yeah he's just had an underwhelming start i would mm-hmm. say been very unlucky but yeah. we'll move on to Alpha romeo shortly
0: well, yeah, Anything it, more about AlfaTauri? Um, well, no, because it it was kind of it was kind of a non-week for him, really. You know, prom, prom, promised a little bit, delivered slightly less.
3: Is is Gasly driving for Ferrari next year?
1: Uh, John Tot says he's driving for Tauri next year.
3: Okay, because Charlotte Claire gave him apparently. Charles Leclerc gave him his Ferrari cap. Did anyone see that on the way out on Saturday, I think it
0: was, oh, when they were leaving not... the circuit? No, I missed that.
3: As they were leaving the circuit on Saturday, Charles Leclerc took his Ferrari cap off and put it on Pierre Gasly's head, who was, I think, leaving in a Ferrari. And then, oh my got that wrong. He might not be in a Ferrari. But then he, uh, <laughs> yeah, he uh, seemed to quite enjoy the fact that he was wearing Charles Leclerc's Ferrari hat.
1: Mm. Well, there you go. In- There's a rumour. Interesting. What we
0: did Maybe, see-
3: maybe it wasn't Pierre Gasly, maybe it was Pedro Gacioso.
0: <laughs> what we did see this weekend is um Gasly and Sonoda's parents hanging out together quite a lot. They appear to now oh, all- no. they appear now to be drinking buddies.
3: <laughs> this that's a that's a that's a bad idea, isn't it? I mean I like the people I work with. I wouldn't want my mum and their mum to start hanging out. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm. <laughs>
0: Although after um, after being at many many gigs that your mum's been at, I mean your your mum um, is a very sociable person and will socialise with any, anyone and everyone.
3: Uh, she used to. But Less like. so these days, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, She used to come to lots of gigs and things, and yeah. But uh, I don't think I ever was just like, oh, hey, here's somebody I worked with's parents. You should hang, <laughs> hang out. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Uh, right, McLaren next. A pointless weekend. Point bad week- weekend for McLaren. Awful. Pointless in papaya. Um, yeah, Lando's w- got...
2: worst weekend for McLaren. What do we think? Worst weekend for McLaren since Honda.
0: Possibly. I, I mean, what, what what were the pit stops for
1: starters? Bad.
3: Yeah, yeah. bad pit stop. Bad <laughs> double stacking. Like mm. Norris not having those tires ready. I mean, he was struggling anyway because he had to revert to an old power unit, didn't he? After mm-hmm. his um. Weekend power unit uh, didn't didn't enjoy the rain in qualifying. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. And uh, yeah, then they double stacked yeah. the McLarens, put the wrong tire on for a start, <laughs> and then did not. And then do, I after realising that the wrong tire was on the left front, just the one. nobody told the guy on the right front just put the right fucking tire on your dingbat. Mm-hmm. What you sat there for?
1: <laughs> it was it was a very confused looking situation. <laughs> you've got the right wheel
0: put it on (laughs) (laughs) I mean that is not what you'd normally expect from McLaren no uh, I mean maybe I'm too used to the Ron Dennis years where anyone that does make that kind of mistake gets taken out the back and fed to Red Bull
3: (laughs) well what do you think the lake is for at the McLaren Technology Centre
0: where Ron used to keep the freaking sharks with freaking lasers jumping through fire
2: I always te- took it for granted that that slid over and that's where he kept his Intercontinental Ballistic Missiles.
0: Oh, no, it's, no, it's Thunder- <laughs> Thunderbird 1 that comes out of there.
1: <laughs> no, I, I could definitely see there being some kind of weaponry buried beneath the lake.
0: I mean, yeah. we're all, we've all accused Ron Dennis of being a weapons-grade weapon anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> to
0: be fair, McLaren is McLaren because of Ron Dennis. Yes. I like Ron. In the same way that we all liked, I don't know, Blofeld or Goldfinger. I I wouldn't
2: want to work for him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or maybe, no. or maybe grew. Yeah. I mean, but anyway,
3: yeah, McLaren. We, we, it's an awful weekend for them. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, Danny Rick was actually looking like um, good for tenth place at one point, and then got overtaken by Lance Stroll. That's how bad mm. it was. Then yeah, again, was Stroll, quite... Stroll had home advantage with both fans in the Stroll grandstand cheering him on.
3: Yeah. Yes, see, Lawrence like... Stroll and the cardboard cutout of Lawrence Stroll.
0: <laughs> Which one has the I... most personality?
2: You decide. <laughs> <laughs> see. I wasn't quite sure how like McLaren's weekend was because you know you know, like. Orlando looked pretty good, or not pretty, not, not like what you'd expect. But in qualifying, it looked better than what he got. You know, before his. Um, Before he he had his... Was it an engine issue he had, I
1: think? It was something, something to do with his power unit.
2: Yeah. So if you've got Daniel Ricciardo down there running sort of 10th and 11th for a while and then sort of finally dropping out of the points, if Lando would have put a normal Lando weekend together, you would have thought, oh, well, things are just the same as they were before. So I'm not convinced that... This was a bad McLaren weekend. It was just unfortunately shit, so, shit, shit stop hampered uh, Lando, and he, Lando was having a bad weekend.
0: But he doesn't. Ha- he doesn't have good weekends in Canada. You no, know, he's on the other race. He managed five laps, and his brakes caught on fire.
3: <clears throat> yeah, not great. No, really, yeah. not great. Yeah. Um. So yeah, McLaren, null
2: point. N- n-
0: mm. Uh.
2: Hopefully they sorted sort out for going to Silverstone in two weeks.
0: Fingers, fingers crossed. On to the point scoring teams. Aston Martin next up. Um, Vettel in 12th and Stroll in 10th. Or, Again, can, or vet- Canadian first. Vettel would have
3: been... Uh, Canadian first. <laughs> Vettel would have been um, ahead of Stroll if it weren't for that early pit stop, mm. but just before the safety VSE. Uh if you're taking VSE say um pit stop um but then that that's luck isn't it as I say? You know, yeah same appa- thing apparent- happened with, with a few drivers.
0: Apparently that was all strategic. Vettel, the only driver not to use any new sets of tires on uh, on Sunday. Really? We had loads, so why not? <laughs> I don't know, but
3: um they didn't use any on Saturday. Yeah. And f- in fact they hardly used any on Friday because he does it was like, he, on he, he does
1: like well. to recycle, does Seb?
0: Yeah, all um, I was going to say, all three, but he only stopped twice. Both his sets of tires on Sunday were used.
1: Well, if he stopped twice, he would have had three sorry, sets on,
0: Sorry, Only stopped. Um, he definitely stopped twice. Sorry, yes, yeah, stopped twice. All three sets. Um, both sets of hards that he used during the race were used, according to uh, according to Pirelli, and he started on uh, started on used mediums. Okay. That does seem a bit Fine. random don't know yeah. whether that's a uh, per- personal preference because he thought the used <coughs> tyres were better than the new ones or um, some bizarre kind of strategy. But, yeah. Um, just looking at it, there was one, two, three. There was four sets of used tyres used in the whole course of the race, all by... And three of
3: them was, were Vettels.
0: Yeah, and the and the fourth set was Stroll.
3: Well, it didn't work out too badly for Stroll, did it? He did start pretty much right at the back, Mm. And uh, worked his way to to that point's place, but uh, you know, Lance Stroll. What was this? His sixth season in Formula One.
0: It just seems
3: longer. <laughs> Is it a sixth, fifth, sixth season It'll something be about like that. that? But he's yeah, he's not. I don't know. I, th- I think I'm just going to say it. If he was, if he was good enough, we'd know by now.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it might even be
0: number seven. You know. Uh, hang on, let's have That's
2: early. that's incredible. The fact that he he's nearly he's nearly done a decade in Formula One.
0: It's his sixth, sixth season. Twenty seventeen right, okay. debut, was it? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, two uh, two seasons Still. with Williams and then Racing Point and Aston Martin. Madness. But yeah, he's um but he's 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 had podiums.
2: I'll throw it out there. I think he is. He has the most undeserving Formula 1 career of all time because usually when you get people that come in with his level of talent, they get a year, maybe two years, maybe even scratch a third if they're very, very, very lucky. But usually when people come in like him, they fall out really quickly. But obviously when somebody goes and buys you your own fucking team, that doesn't really, doesn't really happen. So I, I can't think of anybody else that deserves having a like a long career in Formula One less.
3: No, I mean even if Aston Martin becomes a world championship winning car, they get twenty twenty three absolutely on the nail, and they're you know seven tenths uh, down the road from anyone else per lap. It doesn't matter who the other driver is in that Aston Martin. Stroll is not world champion.
0: Mm. No. No. Ta- no. Ta- talking of um undeserving of long careers, Luca Badoa was in Formula 1 for a total of 16 years.
1: He wasn't in the Yeah, car. with a
3: massive gap
1: between, <laughs> you, though,
0: was he? Let's be honest. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it was only
0: I... it was only five um f- well, four and a bit seasons across 16 years, but
3: I, rem- I remember him in Minardi flipping his uh, car in the gravel trap at Ascari at Monza and thinking, Jesus Christ, uh, is this guy still alive? And, yeah, he was alive, but um, he wasn't in the car for much longer after that, I don't think. And then he suddenly turned up in 2009, at Ferrari, and I was like, what the fuck? Luca Badoa? So he made a pull Giovanni Lavaggi out every time.
2: Look. He, uh, he came backwards around a corner and, uh, <laughs> the, you know, at Spa, I, I, I would never see a Formula One car entering a corner backwards <laughs> if it wasn't for Luca Badoa.
0: <clears throat> so so we basically agreed Lance, Lance Stroll is Luca Badoa with podiums and a rich dad.
2: I think Luca Bado is a better driver. <laughs> Lance
3: Stroll can be quick, and he was quick in Canada, but it only yielded a point.
2: Mm. Yeah, he like no. <laughs> well.
0: I mean, he's he's not Max Chilton slow.
1: No, but Max Chilton didn't have a seven-year
0: Formula One career. That that is true, but he had a rich dad. Well, he still does. Pedro Diniz. Again, again, that's that's like the, emergen- the emergency loan scheme, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> we're a team. We're running short of money. I'll tell you what, let's get. Pedro is <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: He he must have come in around about what ninety four, and he stuck he stuck around in Formula One until at least ninety eight, ninety nine. Just uh,
0: I'm just looking now.
3: he was a proper pay driver. He had lots of money, all of the millions, and I think when he was Damon Hill's teammate at Arrows, he paid for Damon Hill to drive for Arrows. Basic
0: basically, yes. Mm. Um why is that?
2: <laughs> but Damon Hill was thrilled.
3: <laughs> Apparently at the end of season party when he walked out of uh you know the Christmas party with uh, with arrows. He turned around and went. Look forward to kicking your asses next year, because <laughs> he'd already signed for Jordan. So. Now,
0: he managed. He managed six seasons. Six. Yeah.
3: <clears throat> That's a real COVID chesty cough you've got yeah, there. This Sean. is this
1: is not the COVID cough. This is the one no, I had it's... from TT practice week, Um, which was a non-COVID cough.
3: Well, it's... hang on a second. If this cough has lasted more than three weeks you need to see a doctor.
1: I've got covid <laughs> though I'm not allowed. <laughs> no, I'm fairly I'm fairly, it's a lot better than it was. It was a proper like cannot breathe situation for a while. Um but yeah, it's quite it's nice and loose now. It's fine.
2: Okay.
0: It's improving. So, are we are we thinking um Lance Stroll, it's the six the six season rule for rich people based on Denise?
3: No, well, no, no, no. I think he's still got a seat, but like Lee said before, his mm-hmm. dad owns the team. He's not going anywhere. But, yeah, I think...
0: Well, because in Pedro Diniz's sixth season, uh, or at the end of it, um, his family offered to buy Prost. <laughs> what?
2: Well, The, the person only... or the team? <laughs>
0: well, kind of, kind of both. I think he'd buy one, get one free. The and...
2: only way Stroll leaves Formula One is um, when he's personally had enough of it, or... Um... If Audi buy Aston mm-hmm. Martin, yeah,
0: and if if that happens, there is no way that it'll be getting kept on.
1: No, nah.
2: absolutely no, <laughs> no chance whatsoever.
0: Yeah. So, where, um. Where do where do we go next? Uh, well,
3: Aston Martin, they they scored a point. So yes, yes, okay,
0: yes. Well done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do it for. The well done. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Alfa Romeo, uh, Bottas in seventh, Joe in eighth. Good race. Yeah,
1: decent decent day out. I mean, it, Joe, for them?
0: Joe, crossed, Joe crossed the line in ninth, but um, made up a place with Alonso's penalty, mm-hmm. which we'll get to next. Um, yeah, I mean, Bottas, Bottas seems to be getting a lot out of the Alfa Romeo, and Joe occasionally does. I think that, that's his second, should... second points finish of the season.
1: Yeah, he had points, or well, point, I think it was, in the opening race of the season, and... He's just had he has had a bad run of luck, hasn't he? He's had a couple of retirements. He has. He's
3: had a lot of breakdowns yeah. where they've told him we need to retire the car and he's like, Again, really?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it was it was nice to see him actually get a chance to have a race. Um couple of Q three. Well. Qualified well. Um Bottas had some shenanigan at the start, didn't he? He lost a few places and had to hmm. get it back. But
3: raced
0: yeah. well, yeah, yeah, he raced well and ended up finishing ahead of his teammate, so Fair fucks to Valtteri Bottas. Yes. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what I think? I think he's a good, good new driver. I think one one of the big teams should maybe be taking a look at him for a few. I'll well, if shit goes know. down <laughs> at Ferrari,
3: I'm I'm just going to repeat what I said pre-season. If shit goes down at Ferrari and Sainz or Leclerc don't either don't work out or find that they can't work together for whatever reason, Bottas is in prime position to just mm-hmm. step into a seat. Where they, Ferrari know full well that Bottas can do a great job as a number two in a top team. Oh. Why wouldn't they put him in <laughs> if one of those Carlos's or Charles's, depending on which country you're from, uh, wants to disappear or is forced to?
0: Because Gasly's already got a hat. <laughs>
3: well, maybe there is yes,
0: that. But we've seen we've seen
1: the number two, Gasly, and it didn't work.
0: No. That is...
3: Gasly needs to be free as a bird.
1: Yes, if you need a number two... Bottas is
0: the safe number two It well, not... needs, needs to be a badly resurrected John Lennon song that's turned into something That sounds like the electric light orchestra <laughs>
2: <laughs> do, do you not think that If there is going to be some sort of shuffle around At Ferrari There's an, um, there's a good chance that Hamilton will just be offered All of the money in the world
1: I suppose it, Potentially I suppose it depends if that's what he wants
2: uh, he, well, he I mean, he said before that he'd like to drive for Ferrari before he mm. retires. Um, if there's something, I know, I know, we're, we're kind of getting to a silly season thing. You oh know, no, silly!
0: We... It's always silly season. But, yeah, but yeah, so, yeah, uh... yeah, but so did Valentino <laughs> Rossi, and he's driving one at the moment. and He came something like 26th at the weekend.
2: Right, Charles Leclerc. I think, I think I'm right in saying this. How many races have we had?
0: Is this eight?
2: Nine. nine? Right, Charles Leclerc had something like one podium in the last six races. Not just not 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 oh, not just his fault, there's been team mm-hmm. problems as well, but i think you've got a problem with um the- apart from the fact that Red Bull are just a good team, you know, even when they've not had the car they they've been the team which would try and roll the dice, you know would would do something to try and get themselves in a bit of position they're a really good racing team, Ferrari's not a good racing team. Um, or at least they're, they're not a good racing team right now and I don't think they have been since Fernando Alonso was in the car I don't um, even think
3: they were then they Ferrari themselves it's oh yeah term. well I mean
2: yeah, yeah they, they, realistically what did they do like Fernando carried that team for what three years and then yeah. they tried to blame it on Fernando while the team was shite um, but I think the big problem Ferrari have got is not only are they not quite the race team that they need to be I don't think Charles Leclerc is capable of beating Max Verstappen, not not over the course of a season. And I think that I think there's very few drivers on the grid that are capable of beating Max Verstappen. Lewis Hamilton can beat Verstappen over the course of a season. The uh, and I, I can hear them now. I can hear all the little fans going, Maybe "It did beat him. It was just a fucking fucking rules, wasn't it?" Yeah, but um, shut up, Cartman. Yeah. <laughs> that cousin cousin lap themselves they didn't go through but um, like i just think ferrari going to have to do something again like the this whole i know we've said for ages the uh ferrari needs stability you know they need to stop sacking people but they've done the stability thing now and it's still not fucking worked for them so i think i think they do need to but i i don't know whether it's a bernotto problem maybe he's you know what we've said before maybe he he was better off in his role before he was team principal um but even when he, unless that car is better than whichever car Lewis Hamilton or Max Verstappen is in i'm not i'm not quite willing to put um george russell in that bracket yet because we don't know. You know, he hasn't won a race. You can't you can't say over the course of a season he could beat Max Verstappen or Lewis Hamilton until he's actually shown over a whole season he can do it. Um, but I, I think he could be up there. But this is going to be the problem for Ferrari. And I think this is where if they start to realise this, if you've got a spare Lewis Hamilton floating around, then it might be a really good move because if they, Lewis is that that driver which can drag extra out of a car, whereas Charles Leclerc just seems to be able to do that over one lap, he doesn't seem to be able to do it over a race. Almost, almost a little bit Valtteri Bottas.
0: Yeah, I see. I see what you're getting at. I mean, the, I think the the main the main problem is with seeing what Leclerc can do is Ferrari. They've got the they've got the reliability problem, and when they don't have the reliability problem, they've got the strategy problem. And
2: oh, when so, they don't have that, they might have a Leclerc problem.
0: We don't know because there's always one or both of hmm. the original problems happening.
2: I oh, know, but he has made he he's made mistakes
1: he, this year. There've been I,
0: Leclerc I problems. I'm... Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, they've just I, ad- they've just added to the strategy and the reliability issues.
1: Yeah, Yeah i wonder if someone like a hamilton as well would help them from a development point of view because i mean the claire is still relatively new to the idea of being in a front-running team signs mm. doesn't have a huge amount of experience with it i wonder if just having that feedback from someone like a hamilton would benefit them
3: this was science's 150th grand prix weekend not his hundred and fiftieth start. Yeah. But that's the, but it's hundred and fiftieth Grand Prix weekend. There have been Ferrari duos with less mm. experience in that. So I'm not saying that Science is the team leader or should be the team leader. Um I think he possibly could be, but I I think I think if there was a I think that the the chance for Lewis Hamilton to drive for Ferrari has come and gone. And I think even if he was just like, guys, I want to leave Mercedes Formula One team, they would just pay him to not drive mm. and be a Mercedes ambassador for the rest of his life.
0: Uh, would, if... Lewis, would Lewis do that, though? Because. I mean, yeah. he
1: has said he's got his other stuff he wants to do, hasn't he? Like mm. his film and his movies and his rapping. And
2: I think that's why he wouldn't do the ambassador thing, though. If he was if he was going to leave, I think he wanted to be on his terms, you know. So he was doing what he wanted to do. Or um, also, even as as much money as um, Mercedes have have got, which and they they could do that. I I actually don't think it's worth doing that for them, to be perfectly honest. Because I mean, Lewis is at the end of his career as well. You know, it's it's not like um, it's not like Adrian Newey getting the golden hand, uh, handcuffs treatment from. Uh, uh red bull because he can go for decades you know still designing cars mm. so I, I, I don't i don't think it's quite worth that that investment but also the 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 for for the hamilton brand which hamilton is obviously very aware of um a stint in ferrari i think that st- that that shine stays on doesn't it you look at like the likes of um uh, Massa or um, Eddie Irvine, for instance, the shine of just being a, a ex Ferrari driver oh, is yeah, something. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't come off very very fast.
0: Yeah, I'll t- Eddie
2: Irvine had it written into his contract that he was able to have
3: a brand new Ferrari years after he retired from driving, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he still got a collection of Ferraris that he was able to inherit. Thanks to his cattle, uh, thanks to his contract, you know. <laughs> yeah. I think his, when did he stop driving um, for Ferrari? Two thousand and one, two thousand two, Back then, yeah. yeah That's definitely. when Barrichello came in, something like that. And then, um, yeah, he had a brand new Ferrari. I think for every year for like ten years after that, because it was written into one of his contracts.
0: And well, I mean, uh, ca- he's still in, got them. <laughs> ca- case in point about the um, being a Ferrari driver name-sticking. Gerhard Berger was over here for a couple of days during TT. He was billed everywhere as ex Ferrari driver Gerhard yeah. Berger and he's not driven a Ferrari since nineteen ninety five.
2: Nope. I mean it, it it's it's crazy how long that sticks.
0: With yeah. You.
2: yeah, he was he was Ayrton Senna's teammate at McLaren, but no,
0: he's ex Ferrari driver. Yeah. Yeah, Nicky Lauda won a world championship for McLaren, but what team do you associate him with as a driver? Ferrari. One hundred percent. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know that is that is the thing. I'm just going to say this as a convenient pause point because while we've been um, discussing Brand Brand Hamilton, this will make uh. no sense to Patreon listeners because it gets cut out for them. But for every cut, but for everyone else, you're getting a jump cut. I just want to quickly talk about um, somebody who I'm partnering with at the minute. Um, it's a product that I've actually started using every day. Um, Ag One. And I started taking it basically because I was looking for um, sort of slightly better gut health because it's something that everyone struggled with from time to time. And I just thought I'm uh, I'm going to give this a go, and I didn't want to be taking loads of different supplements every day. So with this, um, it's just one scoop in uh, a cup of water, and you're getting 75 different high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and something called adaptogens. Which apparently I don't know. Judging by the word, I've never heard of it before. But they can adapt your juns, and we all need our juns adapting. Um, it's something good to take in the morning because it sort of kicks you off a little bit during the day, and um, does tend to uh, does tend to wake you up a bit without um, without going for excess caffeine. Um, good thing about it is it's lifestyle-friendly, so whatever diet you're on at the moment, there's a lot of those keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, minerals-only, God knows what. It fits in with every kind of diet, and it's not chock-full of sugar, so that actually works, um, works quite well. They describe it as a micro-habit with big benefits. I've never come across a micro-habit before, but yeah, you get into the habit of, um, taking it every morning, and, um... It's one thing that you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And the good thing is, it's actually cheaper than going out and getting coffee. Now, I like, I like my coffee, but I'm prepared to sacrifice one cup a day. Um, the price works out less than... I'm going to do this in traditional Patreon style. Three dollars, three euros or three pounds. It's, cheap, it's cheaper than that. Um, what more can you really say about this? I mean it's had five-star reviews across every single platform it's recommended by professional athletes and if you go on the website itself you will see um, a formula one driver that you're aware of who um, uses and recommends the product so to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have got to do is go to athleticgreens.com/formula1 and that's f o r m u l a o n e just to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance lovely and there is the end of the jump cut hope you
3: enjoyed that <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and i hope Dick you heads. and i and i hope i hope you do enjoy that yeah, and, you oh, will. Yeah, yeah enjoy and don't, that. And don't forget to click the link, like, and subscribe. That's what you meant to say, isn't it? Something like that. Ah, right, okay. Yeah. Well, to,
3: uh, hit the notification bell so you don't miss any more uploads.
1: <laughs> Smash, Smash that the vitamin one. button. One of, one of my colleagues yeah. referred to hitting the notification bell for free notifications at some point today, because apparently there's an option to charge for notifications
0: <laughs> in this particular
1: <laughs> person's world.
0: Oh, uh, well, iTunes has started charging for podcasts. We're not... No, going. This, was, this was
1: talking about Twitter, I believe.
0: Oh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, there's now Twitter Premium, where only subscribers see certain content from people. Interesting. Boring. Nope, nope. That Twitter are now <gasps> effectively charging for notifications. I don't think that's Grim. what this person was referencing. They, they were just inadvertently right. I'm talking about being inadvertently right. Um, Alonzo's qualifying. We'll do helping.
3: Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Rolling back the years.
0: Yeah, I mean, the last time he qualified on the front row, I think it was 40% of the grid had never driven a Formula 1 car. Ridiculous.
3: Crazy. McLaren posted a picture of Lando Norris, didn't they? Roughly around the last time Fernando Alonso was on the front row. He's about 10. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, that was. Um, I, th- I think you- I think you can call that a sort of timeless Alonso performance on Saturday.
3: Yeah, it was very good, um, and even you know I've I like Alonso, I respect him as a racing driver. I've never really been a, what you would call an Alonso fan, but it was it yeah, was I mean, exciting. Nice. <laughs> it was exciting to watch, though, wasn't it? It was really exciting to watch uh, Fernando Alonso uh, get that front row, and. Um, from then until sort of the start of the race on Sunday, I think everybody was thinking, "Go on, just just stick it up the inside at Turn One. You've got yeah. nothing to lose." But he got a shit stuck. So. Yeah, it's
2: a shame. <laughs> uh, I don't. I mean, looking at the speed, looking at how that car was in the dry. Anyway, I don't think he'd have been there for too long. It would have been interesting if we'd got a wet race.
3: Mm. Yeah, it would have been interesting if he had a wet race, and but also if he had um stuck it up the inside got a got a good start stuck it up the inside and max at turn one and uh you know led i think maybe two-thirds of a lap i don't think he would have been leading at the end of the first lap yeah um unless as we say that the the race was wet that might have even things up a little bit um but then if the race was wet we could have had plenty more incidents we could have ended up with uh luca Bodoa winning the
0: race <laughs> <laughs> No, his engine would have still conked out hundred hundred meters from the finish, and he got eleventh. He would have gone backwards over the finish line <laughs> I, I on lap the, one. Like
2: Alonso, something needs to happen to his luck, though. I mean, quite how he ended up behind Ocon is is pretty sensational. Ocon was quick, wasn't he, in that
0: final stint after the. Uh... Yeah, I mean, after the last I mean Alonso, Alonso ended up with car trouble on, um, on Sunday because there, there was an air leak mm. in the um, engine. So I think it He was... got fucked
2: in the pit stops as well, didn't he? Didn't he get fucked with the safety cars? Oh, that's That sounds,
0: I... That sounds painful. I hope some kind of lubricant. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's just like he, he both safety cars, uh, 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 he... Um... He stayed did out did after the first the one, didn't before
1: he? Before the full safety car or something like that. Yeah, he and... He just timed it wrong.
2: Yeah, and he uh, the, he was put in a position with the virtual safety car where he'd gone past before before he could take advantage of the virtual safety car. So it was kind of, I mean, say look, it was bad strategy from um, his team.
0: Yeah, I think I think you know the say the virtual safety car came about sort of twenty seconds too late mm. for him because mm. if it had been earlier, it'd have been in a position to dive in right at the start of it. But um, yeah, I think that, I think one of the pit stops he was just past the. Um, past the pit entrance so i had to I had to do the extra um extra lap yeah but um yeah ocon ocon getting sixth he was um he was putting that putting that car in some decent places
2: yeah yeah ocon's a good driver there's no you know it's i mean how good i think is probably up for debate but you know he's he's a solid formula one driver
1: He's learnt from like his time at Force India as well, wasn't he? Like he he was always driving into people, but now mm-hmm. seems to be a, a, a quite a firm defender, but doesn't seem to trip over people as much, which is, is good.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I think he's he's a he's a solid number two, whichever whichever team he ends up in. <laughs> solid number two. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm wrestling with a cat who's now got yeah, away. You've lost. Yeah, I lost. lost. She's... She's going for oh god, she's going for the booze shelf again.
3: Nobody <laughs> likes uh a runny number two, let's be honest.
0: Uh, nobody likes what this bloody cat's doing. Oh, hang on, she's well, coming yeah. oh, she's coming down. Oh god, it's Welcome attracting to lots cat of cat commentary. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> running running <laughs> cat commentary. I'm now getting the cat treats out.
3: Uh what's the plan if this doesn't work?
0: It will work, but it will work for a limited period. More if, you, cat if, treats. if this doesn't work, um, decamp to a locked room. <laughs> I'm just throwing cat treats all over the floor so there's cats everywhere. Right, uh, where were we next? Mercedes.
3: A decent race for Mercedes. Yeah. Terrible Friday. They tried, uh, the, what was that hole punch thing that they had cut out the floor? I heard that they cut an oval out of the floor and i thought oh okay that seems quite sizable but then i saw a picture of it and i was like ah that's literally somebody's taking a hole punch and gone there you go lads sorted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a it's a bit like um i think this was on um this was on friday it was like red bull taking an angle grinder to something and Mm-mm. ted was very surprised because you don't see angle grinders in formula one a great deal these days no
1: it was quite it was quite a rustic looking repair whatever it was yeah but, um...
0: Um yeah I missed I missed the Mercedes hole punch but obviously there was the um there was staygate
3: Yeah the 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 the, the hole punch was run on Lewis Hamilton's car on Friday FP1 and there wasn't on any of the cars for FP2 <laughs> mm-hmm. Um
0: uh, And yeah
3: for the car to go for going to be a totally undrivable man to then having a quality where he puts it fourth and then finishes third in the race, that's a pretty good turnaround for Lewis Hamilton. Mm. I mean, it's not what we've expected from you know from Mercedes or Lewis in the last seven eight years. Um, I saw a tweet that that, that you posted Lee about um, people saying that the that the Mercedes is a bad car and it's like the third best car. It's pretty much where last year's McLaren was, and nobody said that that was a bad car, which is which is right. But at the same time, when was the last time a Mercedes was this far away from the leaders? I think twenty twelve.
0: Did I say? I think it had Schumacher driving it. Hmm.
1: Twenty
3: twelve, I think, was was the year where it was still. It was weirdly enough, it was Red Bull versus Ferrari, wasn't it that year? Uh, and you know, it was Alonso versus Vettel, and um, I think Mercedes. I think Rosberg won a race for Mercedes. China, I think it was, was was their first win. And then in 2013, Mercedes were like the second best team. And then obviously there was the rule change and Mercedes ran away with everything since then. But so in terms of like what we've come to expect from Mercedes, this is still, I mean, it's a massive improvement this weekend, but it's still not what they expect. But the improvements appear to be working on actual racetracks and not on bumpy street circuits.
0: Although I'm sure we'll see Christian Horner complaining about them before much longer. Yeah. Can even Toto just get in the fucking ring and sort it out once and for all?
1: My money Did was still
0: there, Lee. Did you hear what I said about about your tweet?
2: Sorry. <laughs> no,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Lee, Lee's looking at Lee's watching YouTube videos about. No, aliens no, no. I was lo- I was else.
2: looking at um. I, w- I was looking at a badly written Formula One article because I thought um the the way it's worded about Alonso Alonso uh it's a it's it's started Alonso's bad luck uh continues as he drops even, even further down standings and the way it was written I thought he'd got like a after the race penalty that had just sort of been breaking so I was just trying to read it uh, read that article it's not it was just it, it was just showing saying that he had a bad race he did,
0: just, he, after did, the he did get an penalty. He did get a five second penalty um, for weaving when he was trying yeah, to. He lost two defense. places.
2: What? Well, did Vettel yeah. get
3: a penalty?
1: Um, Vettel did not get a penalty. Norris got Because he was under for investigation speaking.
3: for. He was under investigation for. Um, yeah, but yeah, Alonso, Alonso,
1: Alonso finished seventh but got a penalty and yeah, ended up coming ninth.
2: Finished ninth. Oh right, okay, cool. So, so that I was halfway through reading it, but yeah, I was. Um,
0: yeah, Vettel, Vettel was investigated for not being within ten car lengths during mm-hmm. a safety car. Um,
2: right, was that
3: what that was? Yeah, yes. I saw a safety car
0: I infringement. Couple, didn't it? I think there
1: were a couple that were um, looked at for that. Norris got a penalty for speeding in the pit lane. Mm. Um, Sonoda, I think, got a fine for speeding in the pit lane before the race. Um, oh dear! I think that was it.
0: Um, oh God, I don't know what that counts, Crazy. It. Sorry, anyway, <laughs> I'm not reading
2: that thing now. What? Sorry, what tweet of mine was that? Flood
3: the McLaren when you were saying that me, people complaining that Mercedes is a bad car. Yeah. Um, but it's about where the McLaren was last year. Nobody said that the McLaren was a bad car. But I think it's it's a relative, isn't it? Because the last time a Mercedes was this far away from the from the leaders was about 2012. Uh, and obviously, McLaren were on their way up last my, year, so, my it, so it balanced was, out. And it seemed a bit better, but having people, said that, people
2: are pretending that that car is undrivable. That's what gets I think. Scary. It has been undrivable. It's, always, always, at, it's always been the third best car. Well, pretty much always been the third best car come Sundays.
0: Lewis keeps saying it's undrivable
2: until until he got a podium. Now he said the poor fixed no no that's because of the, the the
3: surface of the track isn't it let's be honest because the por- yeah. there was you
2: you couldn't visibly see the porpoising
3: as like you could in in azerbaijan in baku it was awful yeah but uh and it wasn't just mercedes i think ferrari suffered with it as well but mercedes much worse um it's but apparently car, it was, yeah, yeah it's not a terrible car uh apparently mercedes engineers don't know what the margins are for making it work. They just happened to make it work in Canada after mm. having a really shit Friday. Yeah, it's weird. So they don't understand the car, then, you know, as I said, I don't know if I said it pre-pod or, or earlier on on the pod, the um, circuits that they're coming to next, um, quite quite a lot of circuits are uh, proper proper smooth circuits designed for top-class racing, such mm. as Formula One. So they're not expecting it to be a problem, the porpoising to be a problem, until maybe Monza again.
0: Which is a traditionally sort of rough and bouncy circuit, just just by the amount of kerb that you take on the few corners that are there. And the Tell fact what, that there's
3: that's... hardly any top-level
2: downforce, and also um, long straights. Yeah, that uh, Monza, that's the race to Sticky Stinky Favre on Alonso. Because that low low drag rear wing that uh, the Alpine's got is fucking rapid on a straight.
0: Oh, so a couple of quid on a uh, couple of quid on Ocon then.
2: But both Alpines, <laughs> both are, both the podiums. Like right? the, I mean, when you think um, Alonso was like a hundred to one to win the race. Go yeah, I know, I know. Come Sunday, it was nowhere near. But if it would have rained, he might he would have been in the hunt for a win there. And if you put the bet on on Thursday, it would have been a hundred to one odds you got.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Pretty sure they came down on Saturday.
2: Oh yeah, pretty fucking rapidly, I'd imagine.
0: So what what do we think about the FIA coming in with the um, coming in with a sort of new regulations to stop porpoising?
3: It's not to stop porpoising is it it's to measure porpoising so that they could well no it was so it was
0: could... it was measure this weekend and then act on it for the next races
2: yeah well apparently every driver apart from fernando alonso which said it's sound lads get on with it um every driver in the drivers in the like the behind closed doors drivers meeting like agreed that something needs to be done with it um apparently it's just a case that when people get out in front of cameras, all of a sudden they've got to toe the line for whatever is better for their team, but very much behind closed doors, the drivers want something done about it. I've seen some tweets saying that in, in Azerbaijan, uh,
3: Hamilton had 10 G, uh, going through his, going through his spine. Now it wasn't being measured, so I don't know how they've come up with that, with that figure. Mm. Uh, of ten G going through. I, your back. I
2: read six G was the highest load, so right. maybe maybe people so are
3: just numbers are just. Yeah, that's around. what I mean. I think I think yeah. numbers are being thrown around, but it, mean, so, it does shall, need surely, it does need to be more, sorted. But the
0: more G's you throw, the harder it is to pick them up and throw. Indeed, I'll see myself out. But the the
3: Indeed. most difficult thing. <laughs> 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 the most difficult thing is that. I can. You, you always get team team bosses and teams, uh, like Lee said. Then you come out in front of the cameras. Christian Horner, Red Bull, come, uh, come, Sky, please, fucking find somebody else to talk to over a weekend. Um, but they used he's to mix adults, obviously good. They used to, and then yeah, this year it it's always Christian, Christian. And now Christian Horner.
1: Horner.
3: Yeah.
2: Just, uh, it, it, maybe they can
3: call it Christian Corner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> horner corner <laughs> um media horner
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: loves the sound of his anyway um the uh yeah they're, they're always going to jockey for what's best for their team and we're so far into the season you know we're essentially a third of the way in nearly halfway actually into the season um and there's there's no way that anybody's going to give any quarter to, to any other team that might help them improve slightly. So Ferrari and Mercedes have porpoising issues. Red Bull, not really. So Christian Horner's saying, oh, no, we don't need to change the rules just because a few teams didn't get it right. And then you've got Christian Horner... Trying to say, well, we need to have a look at this budget cap. That's the most important thing. Budgets, mm. but the, the the budget cap because we might have to miss some races. And then you got people like Toto wolf obviously lobbying for his own team, being like, "Well, if you miss races, tough shit. It's not our yeah. fault you can't spend your money properly." Mm-hmm. So, and this is the problem that you are going to have now because these rules are already in and set. Unless there's something changed for 23, and well, I think it's too late to change rules for 23. I think we've passed the threshold, haven't we? Um, so it would have to be for 24 that um, new rules came in um, the count, I think the limit still limit porpoising.
0: I think the can still change rules for 23, but it's got to have the approval of all teams. That rings a bell.
3: And that's I, what I mean. You're not going to get the approval of all teams together, are you? If when it's going to benefit one of the other, it's not generally
1: how they work, is it? The teams being don't agreeable? you just
2: need a majority now, though?
0: No, for regs. no, it's
1: unanimous for after it after next year's regs have been ratified. Ah, I think right. it does have to be all of them.
0: Um, I think the I, off, the I, I, I kind of there of, for next year was something like mid March or early April. I, because do you remember yeah. the Ferrari veto, the famous Ferrari
3: veto? I don't know yes, if they I still got it.
0: Gone. Yeah, yeah, I think that's gone. Nope, nope. they they, Did they veto getting rid of the veto? They, they still have it because nine teams voted to uh, get rid of the veto. <laughs> and Ferrari decided <laughs> to not.
1: I wonder yeah. who the other one was.
0: Checkmate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah,
3: we need a unanimous decision to get rid of Ferrari having a veto. 9-1. Oh, sorry, <laughs> that's not unanimous, is it? Let's crack on, <laughs> lads. Ferrari keep the veto. <laughs>
0: Uh, just try, just, just looking yeah I mean Horner's whinging about one thing Toto's whinging about another uh, let's just have Gunter swearing every weekend on the pit wall if they're going to do that
3: Darth Toto returned didn't he
1: yes he looks very imposing in the uh, the, in his hood the, up. the red yeah not the red the, uh, the rain jacket yes mm.
3: yeah Darth Toto
0: <laughs> <laughs> everybody's
3: uh, got a cross on their back a target on their back
0: yeah that that was one of the most imposing ways to finish a series ever. I mean, every, every, everything else in Drive to Survive last year was pure fucking theatre. That was pure fucking theatre.
3: <laughs> it was an anti-climax, though, wasn't it?
0: Yes. Yeah, as it, as it turns out, everyone's got a target, but um, their sights aren't working properly. Yeah. Ferrari, then. Uh,
3: Charles Leclerc... Started last, finished fifth. It's kind of what you'd expect from him, isn't it? Really, mm-hmm. in I mean, yeah. all honesty,
0: um, the car had the pace to finish amongst the front runners, and did. It would have been it would have been a bad race if it had started started well nineteenth and finished like eighth and ninth.
3: Mm-hmm. He nearly did. I think he was probably on for that kind of finish until the safety car at the end. Yeah. Um, and I think it was. Again, I, th- I think we had yeah, I think we had a race robbed from us. At the same time, it was really really interesting. After the safety car, and you had Sainz attacking Verstappen on fresher tyres, and you know had DRS for the whole time, the last fifteen laps or whatever it was. At the same time, I really wanted to see Max Verstappen versus Carlos Sainz on worn tyres with Verstappen trying to get past Sainz. I think that would have been an possibly even more entertaining race mm. um, on. On worn tires, they wouldn't have been able to stay that close for as long as they did at the end on fresher tires, so yeah, I mean, whilst, it, whilst it, it did sort of bunch the field up, and it was like, "Oh, you know and, and like I said earlier it's, it's, it was a great advert for a sprint race at Canada at the same time, we were robbed a little bit of yeah I mean it, def- it, defensive science It
0: just shows you the pace that the Red Bulls got because everyone said, "Oh, DRS all you need to do is switch it on on that straight, and you, you instantly get past well that didn't work
3: no the they were really good traction weren't they coming out of all of the corners mm.
0: um, i mean yeah. um certainly over certainly over the last about four or five laps you could tell science had actually absolutely killed those tires because the amount the amount of squirreling that he was getting coming out of um coming out the hairpin and a couple of the uh, couple of the other corners when he was trying to get straight back on the power mm. um, the the back of that car ended up very very wobbly he just he, he just destroyed his tires trying to uh, Trying to trying to make up that gap. Um, what was it? A twenty-one kilometer an hour advantage that he had over Verstappen under DRS. Yeah, but
3: he but he was always eight or nine tenths behind, and it's mm. just just too much of a of a of a gap to to plug mm. down that main straight, and then the start finish straight is just you know it's too too short, really.
0: Yeah, uh, it's one it's one of those. Should it should it even have DRS on it? Because it's not really worth it.
3: They had three DRS zones, didn't they? So,
0: yeah, why, why bother? Why not just slap DR, you know, make DRS constantly available, anyway.
2: Yeah, I agree. You
0: know, for you...
3: everyone, all the time. Yeah, they you can want... mark, mark, mark Webber it and just, just forget that you got it switched on and slide off on a corner.
0: Yeah, you want to use it. You want to take that corner with your wing open. You go for it.
3: Yeah, well, it closes automatically when you touch the brake, doesn't it? Yeah.
2: So, mm-hmm. oh,
0: half, problem. Oh, the problem is it negates
2: using it, doesn't it? If 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 everybody can use it at all times, it would have to. You'd have to still keep the one second rule, but I think maybe, if, maybe if if you're within a second of the guy of the guy in front, you should be able to use your DRS whenever whenever your car can use it. Yeah, sort of in within zones. Mm.
0: Yeah, because I mean, all all you get is um, drivers holding holding up whoever's behind them while they're recharging the battery, and then just unleashing all the power on, uh, as soon as they get on the DRS zone. Yeah, so it, well, ma- it makes it harder to pass, and it just sort of does away with what it's meant to be there for.
2: Mm. It's not like you know it, when you get series with push to pass buttons, um, it, it, they're not limited to when they can use their push to pass button. You know, to a certain like x amount of kilometers of the racetrack.
0: Yeah, it's you know you you want to use it, you've got it.
3: Yeah, it's like 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 original curves. Um Jensen Button said he loved racing with curs because the uh you know you you could make somebody use all their curves up by defending you know you you just had to do a sit in the slipstream and then uh, when you knew they were pretty much out of curs, then you could just deploy yours and um you wouldn't necessarily mean you get past but it made you really think about when you used it because mm-hmm. you only had it for a set amount of time per lap so yeah what was, uh, it, what was it
0: something than... like 15 15 seconds per lap wasn't it
3: I can't remember. I Don't think it was that much, but yeah, it was. Uh, having having a time restricted instead of zone restricted might work better. I don't know.
0: Mm. Yeah, because some, something something needs something needs to be done. So, I mean, we saw the um, we saw the Leclerc and Verstappen sort of the DRS shenanigans in um, in Bahrain and Saudi as well, I think. With the um not wanting to not wanting to pass so you've got it on the next straight and there's nothing that the guy in front can do, and then you just swap places on the next one and it just carries on going like that. Yeah. Yeah. Woo makes more overtakes, but they don't actually mean anything because you can't really get away and then all of a sudden you're you're the target.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that's when that when it comes into sort of tactical using, doesn't it? If you've only got it for a certain amount of time per lap, rather than a zone, you got to then be 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 cautious with where you use it to make sure that you get. If you get past, you've got enough of it to use again to get further down the road to stop the guy behind. Then attacking you,
0: yeah. Have we just fixed F one again?
3: Well, we've fixed F one, I think, given the rules that we've been given this year.
0: Mm, (laughs) Kind of-ish. So, anything really more to say on Ferrari, apart from they were in danger of screwing themselves over?
3: No, I think it was a a decent-ish race uh, for Ferrari. It was just that there's there's a Max Verstappen in a Red Bull, isn't there? And I don't know who else is going to stop him now this year. I don't think any of the Ferraris are going to.
2: No.
0: I don't, uh, I, don't, I don't think Ferrari have got the capability. Not, cons- well, I not consistently. Out... I mean, no, no, no I think th-
3: they're running out of steam.
0: You know, the, the only driver to actually beat Verstappen while he's still been running this year has been Perez. Yes, yeah, yeah. in mm-hmm. Monaco.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, technically, Sainz as well. Technically he finished technically, technically
0: no. did. Yeah. Yeah. But um, no, I mean, Red you know this, this is this is red bull season um go ahead, go it for Perez, because i thought um he was on for a decent, decent recovery after the nightmare in qualifying
3: yeah it was a strange not not um he admitted it was his fault didn't he He said i made a mistake and uh, ended up in the wall but that, just how early in the braking that, that that wheel locked up i don't think it can be 100% Put on Perez to, you know. Whoa! How did you do that and not spot it? Do you know what I mean? It's, it, it's got to be. It's got to be something to do with the conditions as well because it locked up so early. Like literally, he must have just been breathing on the brake pedal and 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 it, and it
0: locked, which meant he went straight on. Um, the on- the only thing I can think was it was um a bit of driver error, and he just got his brake bias set too far forward for that particular sequence.
3: Maybe, perhaps. Yeah, we'd need somebody with a bit more. Uh, racing car knowledge, perhaps to to weigh in on that one. But yeah, it seems it seems like it was just a little bit too strange for it to be purely driver error, if you know what I mean. Like is in like just just braking error because mm. the, the wheel just locked instantly. So I felt sorry for him, but yeah, he did look like he was on for a good recovery until his car said, "Nah, I'm all right actually."
0: Yeah, have they actually said what happened? Because it it just stopped working. I don't think they have. Uh, they
3: wanted to get the car back to the garage. didn't they? But Christian Horner, in his Christian Corner, said that it was. Um, it sounded like it was gearbox-related.
0: Mm. Ah, more, pe- more penalties incoming. Good to see that we're into the penalty stage of the season now,
2: isn't <laughs> it? No, We've not even fucking got halfway through the season.
0: No, oh, no. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've had we've had the first um, the first two big engine penalties, mm. and we'll be getting more. And I think Lando's probably um, probably the next next on the next on the list. Cause, yeah, yeah, because um, nothing's been said about the um, engine that he had on Saturday being uh, being repairable or not. But that was uh, that was number three that's gone.
3: Yes, we've only got one and two left, and they're both quite worn.
0: Yeah, and we saw the pace that he didn't have using either one or two at the weekend mm-hmm. or on yep. Sunday, which, unfo- unfortunate. Um, so, yeah, Max, um don't think he really did anything wrong.
3: No, faultless, mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Pole position,
0: um,
3: yeah, an incident-free race um within a, a a few laps of being hounded by science, i think he he knew he had the measure of science he knew where he had to be faster he knew where the ferrari was was faster and uh played it brilliantly drove like a champion
0: <laughs> which is, I'm, I'm really uh, which, is, which, is, which is some people is... don't like that's what he is at the moment mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I really feel this is going to be a walk walkover from this championship, isn't it?
1: it? It it's looking that way now, isn't it, that he's, it's... he's got he's hit his stride. Leclerc's mm. gone off the boil and by the time Leclerc gets it back, it's going to be done. Mm.
3: Yeah. Well the drivers is what's the what's the difference there? 40 uh, something points. Uh 46, 46. points? 46. Forty six points in the drivers let's, uh, let's, to let's, his teammate.
0: Let's be realistic. The gap is forty nine points to the next person who can challenge him yeah. for the title.
3: But Perez is forty six points behind Leclerc, forty nine. And then weirdly enough, <laughs> George Russell fifteen points behind Charles Leclerc. Only <laughs> like, only
0: driver to score in every race. Yeah, and a Consistency. That's and what they the top five.
2: five. Mm, yeah. I still stay stand by that there is more chance of Mercedes sorting their problems out and George Russell giving um, Verstappen a run for his money for the championship than there is Charles Leclerc.
0: It would have to be, it a, does... yeah, have to be a hell of a yeah. run because there's 98 mm. points between them.
2: Oh no, that's what I mean. It would be like an outsider type of thing. But I think um, I think there's more chance of... 98 points think... between
0: Hamilton and, and oh, Verstappen. Sorry, yeah, sorry, sixty-four points between Russell and yeah. Hester. I
2: think there's. Um, George Russell is a better driver than Charles Leclerc, and Mercedes is a better team than Ferrari. So if if they can, if Mercedes can sort the car out, I, th- I think George has got the best opportunity to stop Verstappen as as far as any of them out there. Yeah, I don't want it to seem like it's a false dawn, but I do think
3: that Mercedes can. Perhaps push on. Uh, I think they're too far behind to challenge Red Bull, um, but I think they could maybe challenge Ferrari for second and have a glorious, you know, run at the end of the year, where they're the second best car and feel a bit better about themselves because they improved things. But I don't think don't, I don't think a race win is guaranteed by any stretch of the imagination, and I don't think the development is going to be able to catch. Mm. Catch their bull. Uh, maybe their consistency will will mean that they outdo Ferrari.
2: But it would have to be that the speed is in that car, and then whatever they do, coupled with whatever the FIA do to stop, um, to stop the cars bottoming out so much. Mm. Just ha- it, it, all those things would have to line up and come to them. You know, the, the speed would have to be there without the bottoming out problem. Yeah, and the constructors as well.
3: Red Bull are the only team over 300 points. Although Mercedes are only 40 points behind Ferrari. Mm. So it's not impossible, but as I say, still very difficult.
0: Fourth at the moment
3: are McLaren on 65 points. Mercedes a third on 188, and McLaren a fourth on 65. (laughs)
2: they they look they don't look like the uh the moving forward team they did at the minute, do they mm. who's that sorry M- mclaren you know it's no, if no. anything uh, Alpine looks like the the team that could make, maybe sort their problems out and start pushing forward, but mclaren look lost it's, it's, it's Alpine in- and alpha Romeo for me, I think
1: at the yeah. top of the midfield mclaren it's just very inconsistent as well isn't it like you genuinely don't know where they're going to be weekend to weekend
0: mm i think I think it's a case of um I never wanted to get on this bandwagon, but I think Danny Rick is really letting him down. He's
1: not helping matters
2: that, this is what I was going to say. Do you think his um his Baku his, performance uh, was all how, right how lost he, he is yeah i mean but he, his his performance in Monza was okay as well last year, but um
0: he's only scored points twice this season
2: yeah and it's not just the points thing, even like looking at getting an understanding of the car, they've only got one driver that can drive it like consistently so when when they're going for debrief and they're giving the uh, and they talk about the car you've fifty percent of your driver lineup is lost
1: mm. it is and that, it's that when you're trying to fix a problem them. yeah it it doesn't mm. help, does it when you've got sort of two drivers who are not coming at it from the same angle it's it's not gonna solve the problem any quicker
2: it does make you wonder whether that's one of the issues that went into development of this year's car because obviously last year um you you were still coming off the back of the science and lando Mm parent which would have been what were clearly very much on the same page so all last year where you should be collecting data as you you try and work out where you're going to go with your car and what what you're going to do development wise. You've got some someone just scratching the head. Go well, we'll just make it different next year, and it might suit me.
1: Mm. And it's ended up not necessarily suiting either particularly well.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah it's kind of the worst the worst sort of compromise. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see where Alpingo, um with any developments that are coming on, and you know they they could be. They could be pushing for fourth. Wasn't this the season where they were going to get championships? On their original plan,
1: I've lost track of their original plan.
0: Yeah,
2: they, they, that was that was screwed up. We're on L plan now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, not E L, L, not E L plan, plan L. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Right. That leaves things like Rockstars and Wenkers Oh, and of course, your regular reminder that Nico Hulkenberg is still ahead of Nicholas Latifi in the drivers' championship. <laughs>
2: Wonderful, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, rock stars and wankers. I mean, the staff of rock star, yeah,
2: absolutely, yeah, 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 not put a wheel wrong. Um, Mercedes, you can put Mercedes as rock stars, I think like, so. Yeah, yeah
3: turned they up. turned around a really bad Friday to make it, um, a, you know, a really decent Sunday for them. Mm-hmm.
1: Were has potentially rock stars on Saturday and then wankers on Sunday?
3: Yeah, rock stars on Saturday. I don't know, were they wankers? It seems. Did a bit, they look bit like wankers? <laughs> I think they maybe looked like wankers, but I don't think it was. It wasn't the Hass's fault, was it? It wasn't um, their own doing. I no. Schumacher's wankering. retirement was was poor luck, and um Magnussen's position was uh down to some bitching from Esteban Ocon, which I strongly disagree with. So but...
1: wanker for Rock on.
3: Yeah, I think so.
2: Mm. I'll take that.
0: Yeah. Um, Giovinazzi Participation Award. Williams. Yeah. As an entity. Yeah.
3: Hmm. Yeah, it's hard to Lando Norris. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Feel sorry. I love Lando, but yeah, no, that didn't that didn't work out for him at all. I think
0: yeah, I'd I'd uh I'd go with that, but I'm definitely I'm definitely saying definitely saying Williams.
3: Yeah, Williams for the uh, participation award. Mm.
0: Yeah, you, you just we just didn't see much. Uh, Alba, of Album,
1: the weekend. Album,
0: popped
2: Album's himself all... up, didn't he? Popped himself up now and again.
0: And just when you thought he was going to do well, he didn't. Yeah. Again, not not his fault. Bad t- bad timing, but, um... McLaren
1: pit stops for wanker.
0: Oh hell yes,
3: mm. yeah 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 it was uh the, the the weather rock star wet qualifying gave was a really interesting dry race couldn't kept couldn't have kept it for sunday though that would have been good yeah but then you got wet wet quality wet race and you know i think wet, wet quality, no i think wet quality dry race it, it makes it very interesting you have got different strategies going on then, yeah. haven't you? Who, dry, who, I, who's, who dry, set their car up for quali? Who set their car up for the race? Dry quali, wet we-
0: race. That's um, that, that's just a shit show waiting to happen. But when it's the other way around,
2: <laughs> I know what you mean. But the, it, it was just the, all the teams were so close, so close on Saturday. It would have been great to see that as a race. And do you know what I really liked was the fact that it was proper tipping it down at points during quali. And not for one minute did they did 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 they like drop the red out and wait for the rain to fuck off? You know they they did it like they should do and they they let them get on with it. Yeah, as I said, I did see that. Um, did see the
3: uh, the safety car going out before Q one, and I did think it was going to get postponed, but luckily it didn't.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I say, a miracle! It wasn't uh, Q one starts under the safety car. But also Ma- did it. But gets pulled.
2: <laughs> did anybody notice the how deep um George Russell was going into that pool into T1? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Driving every right time through. We, it. Yeah, every time he did that, I thought, oh, he's going to lose it here. Cause you saw there was a few <sighs> other drivers you saw like taking a slightly wider line in there, but every lap, every flying lap he had the confidence to just stick it in there. It was great.
0: Yeah, and he, he only went through the shallow bit when it was on slicks.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, um, I mean, that that was him taking a wider line. It's just that the normal line, normal line that he took was through um, about two inches of standing water. Yeah, the wider line was only about half an inch, but it was it was still too much.
3: Still, say it was worth the gamble. Had he managed to light up those tires, like he said, like he like he did at Sochi last year yeah. when he was driving for Williams, if he managed to get them in the working temperature, he would have been on the front row,
2: possibly even pole. Oh, if he would have got got round and got them in in temperature, there's no way like you're making seconds up uh, yeah. with with slicks.
3: So yeah, if he got them, you know, if he got them working, he just didn't get them working.
2: Yeah, if he got, them, so he'd have it, been on pole. It's a city it was yesterday.
3: a gamble; so it just didn't pay off. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. there,
0: was, there was what um, six seconds, six seconds between the um, Carlos Sainz past his lap and the pole time on Inters. Mm. So if he had gotten gotten working, he would have got some, somewhere in that six-second gap.
2: The the only thing I would go against that gamble was, usually you take gambles when you've nothing to lose. I know what you he mean. Had, I thought it would have
1: been like a Danny Rick type gamble.
2: Yeah, he had like he would have been like I, I'm, well, I, I just when I got some of them on the side halfway through, uh, he would have been ahead of Lewis. He'd have been at least where Lewis was. Maybe ahead of Carlos Sainz.
0: Yeah, I think I think he was definitely it was definitely on for um definitely on for 4th mm. mm-hmm.
1: I think it was it was definitely worth someone having a try. I just thought it would have been someone who was in the back yeah. half of that after the first runs, rather than someone who
0: A no, a knock on our Ricardo yeah. or Ricardo or uh Joe Guan Yu or... no, Probably
1: not Joe Guan Yu um well it's risk reward isn't it if you
2: if you think you can if you think you can finish you can start third or fourth mm-hmm. you you can only make up three places a maximum of three places with that risk so yeah it it didn't it didn't quite work out in my head that i i was I, 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 I was very excited by it when it happened because because mm. just the way he'd been going i did think to myself well if he's done this Everything else he's done so done today so far has been right. I have to believe that this must be the right thing to do as well. And I was obviously not, but um, yeah, I just, I'm just confused. You know, it's, it's, yeah, chance of, chance of starting on pole guaranteed pretty much fourth position or start an eighth, you know,
0: mm. not ideal. Hard one to tell. Well, we've got a week off coming this week. After a, after a double header. So, a free weekend. I think I may be spending it um, on iRacing again as part of a team doing the 24 Hours of Don't Laugh Barcelona.
1: What? As in Oof. as in the Circuit de Catalunya? Yeah. No. Yeah, 24-hour 24, 24 okay, endurance cool. race
0: around there. Hmm. We're, tra- we're trying to put a team together at the moment, so um, I'll... Uh, I'll keep everyone updated on the progress on there through the socials, which, of course, as always, is at 3legs4wheels, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, if you want to get in touch through ye olde email, it's 3legs4wheels at gmail.com. And individually, we are on Twitter. At Sean Cowper.
2: At Flood21. At a total Shunt,
0: And at Pablo100. I was going to say nominations. Um, predictions are open for the um, British Grand Prix in two weeks. Just go to threelegfourwheels dot com and go to the uh, go to the games section there. And uh, don't forget to check us out on Discord as well, because there's always uh, there's always some kind of uh, bizarre tangenty chat going on all across the board. Uh, right, hopefully COVID permitting, we'll be going outside, and uh, we'll also be back this time next week with a preview of the British Grand Prix and. Fingers crossed, jet lag depending. Virtual stat man. Ah. Mm. <laughs> okay. Because um, now we're, we're having a chat at the weekend. It's like it's been, it's been too long. Come back on. How about how about next week? And it's like well, he's due to arrive in the UK that day for the British Grand Prix. So if he's not jet lagged to buggery, um, we'll have him as a guest next week.
1: Get him on if he's jet lagged to buggery. What's the worst that can happen?
0: He falls asleep mid pod. <laughs> we've all done that before <laughs> right we will uh, we will see you next week Bye-bye.
1: bye Ciao. bye bye bye